Hello, you're listening to the Orientation at Oxford podcast. My name's Joe. I study history at Mansfield College. Uh, this podcast is all about adjusting to social life in Oxford, as well as some handy ways to save money. So I'm going to be asked some questions by Tony, who works for the university. And you might want to grab a pen just in case you want to write anything down. Thanks, Joe. So I'm going to ask a question that we get from new students quite often. What do Oxford students generally do in their free time? So there's a lot you can get involved in here in Oxford. Um, there's something for everyone, really. I think a lot of students uh, find that their social life revolves around the college. So there are things like um, college bops, which are basically great big um, fancy dress parties in college, which are a lot of fun. Um, kind of more formal events, so like formal hall is, uh, is something that college kind of really brings to the, the forefront. Um, but also kind of more relaxed stuff. I mean, Oxford's a lovely city. There are, you know, there's theatre here, music, cinema, everything you'd expect. And of course, you can get student discount on those things as well. Um, for, in terms of like clubs and societies and things to really invest your time in and get a lot out of, I mean, there are over 400 clubs and societies here in Oxford. Um, so you can find absolutely anything. And if you can't find it, it's pretty easy to set up your own club. Wow, that's a lot of clubs and societies. So how was social life in Oxford different from what you had expected before you arrived here? I think before I arrived here, I thought that I would just spend all of my time working and I was quite nervous about actually having a social life. So the first thing I was relieved to find out was that people here do have social lives. Um, and that's actually really important as well. You know, you've got to make sure you've got a balance between academic and social. Um, so I think the other thing that I sort of was a bit concerned about and, and didn't really need to be after all was the sort of the extent to which it was all going to be alcohol focused. Um, and actually, you know, that's not necessarily the case. You know, you should never feel pressured uh, to drink. And actually, as an international student, you'll find there's a huge mix of students here. I mean, there are people here from over 130 different nationalities. Um, so you can meet lots of other people from from uh, different countries outside your own college as well. Um, and actually, you can find that often, you know, you'll find your people and uh, and you don't need to feel pressured into anything you don't want to do. So I've heard that there are a number of travel discounts for students in the UK and outside the UK. How do students find out about these? Yeah, so the 16 to 25 rail card um, is for students who are under the age of 25. Um, that gives you a third off your train fares basically throughout the whole of the UK. Um, and it's, actually, if you're over 25, you can also apply for one uh, if you're in full-time study. So if you go to railcard.co.uk, all the details are there. Um, I've got a 16 to 25 rail card and I, yeah, it saves me a huge amount of money. So it's more than worth your investment. Um, the Oxford Tube and the X90 are two buses you can get to London. Um, they run like 24 hours a day, every day of the week. So they're brilliant. Um, you can get student discount on those. Uh, you just need to make sure you've got your student card with you when you get on the bus. Also, if you're a full-time student, you can apply for a ISIC card. So it's basically an international student uh, discount card um, and you can find details of that online. On the topic of travel, is it true that everyone in Oxford cycles? So a lot of people here cycle, it's true. Um, I actually don't at the moment. I quite enjoy walking around and just kind of savouring my journeys and taking my time. Uh, it doesn't mean I'm late for stuff quite a lot, though. Um, people do like to cycle around Oxford. Um, so if you do decide to travel around Oxford by bike, uh, you should probably use a helmet and bike lights. Um, you can buy bike lights from Oxford SU and also the university security services at a discounted rate. Um, it's also worth getting a strong bike lock as well. I'd recommend the D-lock for that. Um, so yeah, you can find those from the security services at the old observatory in the science area, um, also from Oxford SU at 4 Worcester Street. And if you want to buy a bike when you're in Oxford, that's definitely a thing you can do. Uh, Cowley Road is a great place to go in East Oxford, and you can find lots of bike shops and secondhand stuff up there. What about food shopping? Is it easy to buy world foods in Oxford? 
So Cowley Road in East Oxford is incredible um, to buy kind of a diverse range of stuff. Um, they stock everything, especially like, you know, spices, grains, uh, fruit and veg, um, lots of fresh stuff as well is, is absolutely brilliant. Um, although close to the centre, Gloucester Green Market um, is great for sort of finding world food from around the world. Um, that runs on Wednesdays and Thursdays and then also weekends. Um, so I'd highly recommend that. And also, don't forget, you can always use your university card for discounts in lots of shops and restaurants. Some students want to know how easy it is to open a bank account in Oxford. Does it take long and is it an easy process? So, yeah, most banks are quite quick at this now. Um, Generally, you can open an account within a few days. Uh, To get started, there's a bank guide on the Oxford Students website where you can compare the main banks in Oxford. Um, You'll need to get your enrolment certificate after you've done your online registration in the summer. And you need to get that stamped and signed by your college as evidence of your status. Uh, but once you've got that, uh, that it should be okay with your bank. Although if you uh, have a student visa, you'll need your BRP. Um, but then accounts are usually free. Sometimes there's a small charge, um, but it's definitely worth opening an account here. And yeah, the Oxford Students Bank Guide is the place to go for that. What about getting a mobile phone? How do students get one when they first arrive? Yeah, there's actually quite a lot of um, high street phone shops in Oxford where you can walk in and, and find out stuff just literally off the street. Um, I'd say that the big difference is between pay-as-you-go and contract. Um, so there are lots of options and lots of different providers. Um, I'd say that as an international student, you have to have evidence that you're a resident here uh, to open a contract account. Um, and then actually beyond that, you've got university Wi-Fi called EduRome. Um, and you can find that basically over the whole city centre. If you walk down the high street, every few buildings along, you'll be getting uh, EduRome from the building. So, yeah, you've got good coverage in terms of Wi-Fi as well, of course. So could you tell me a little bit about getting accommodation at Oxford? So if you're a first year undergraduate student, um, you're guaranteed accommodation from your college. Uh, If you're a graduate student, it's a little bit different. So if you do need to look for private accommodation, one thing you might be asked for is a guarantor. Uh, This is basically someone who is prepared to sort of step in if you can't pay your rent. Uh, It's a legal thing, kind of like a guarantee uh, to make sure that there's someone uh, kind of behind your your renting. Um, Usually this will be your college. And I think it's worth getting in touch with the college if you're asked to find a guarantor and you don't know who else to put down. Uh, because it needs to be a UK resident. So I'd recommend contacting your college if that's something that comes up. Um, Joe, how easy is it for new students to buy an Oxford gown and how regularly do they need to wear it? Hey, this is quite a weirdly Oxford specific thing. Uh, but yes, you will need a gown as part of your subfusk, uh, which is basically a weird kind of outfit that you wear for matriculation at the start of your degree. And then also for your graduation ceremony and your exams. Um, You can wear a gown also for things like formal hall in your college. Um, So a lot of students will have a gown during their time here. Um, You don't wear it regularly, but when you do need it, uh, you need it. So um, you can get them secondhand. So if you look at, um, for example, through your college, you might want to speak to uh, your college parents if you have those. That's usually a good point of contact. Or alternatively, um, ask around in your your college kind of common room. Um, Once you're here, you've got plenty of time to sort this out, though. Uh, you can find them in high street shops. Quite a few high street retailers in Oxford do uh, special deals at the start of October for students buying gowns. And you can get all the things you need kind of in one deal. Um, so yeah, gowns are a thing, but don't worry about it too much. Two acronyms that pop up quite early for new students are JCR and MCR. What do they both mean? So JCRs and MCRs are basically the hubs of college social life. So the JCR is for undergraduates and the MCR is for postgraduate students. Um, both of them are physical spaces within your college. So there will be a common room 
Um, JCR stands for junior common room and MCR stands for middle common room. Uh, but as well as being physical spaces, they're kind of communities and it's where you feel kind of most at home within your college. Um, so if you're an undergraduate student, the JCR will have uh, student reps, it'll have a committee. Um, for example, in Freshers' Week, they will organise a whole range of activities, mostly social, um, some kind of life skills stuff as well, settling in, getting to know people around you. Um, they're really strong sources of support, I find, and I think, you know, particularly like welfare support as well. There's always someone in the JCR or the MCR you can chat to. Um, and yeah, so JCRs and MCRs are big parts of college life at Oxford, and they're worth looking into, and you'll probably get to know them quite well. What can new students expect at the Freshers' Fair? Oh, so the Freshers' Fair is an absolute highlight of the week um, for, I think, everyone, really. So this is held in the exam schools on the high street. And yeah, so Oxford SU, the student union, run a Freshers' Fair every year. There are stalls from clubs and societies, uh, from sports clubs, um, from different parts of the university. So like you've got the libraries represented there, like the gardens and the parks and the museums. Um, and then you can find all kinds of societies, basically every single thing you could possibly think of. And they've all got sign-up sheets, so you can get on their mailing lists. You can find out about joining, getting membership, um, taster activities, new things you can get involved in. Uh, it's so much fun. Uh, really busy, so take your time. It can be a little bit overwhelming. You've got to walk around at your own pace. Um, but once you find stuff you're interested in, uh, you're guaranteed to kind of set yourself up for the, for the year ahead uh, with stuff to do in your free time. So you just mentioned gardens, libraries and museums. How easy are they for new students to access? Yeah, so these are actually parts of Oxford that a lot of new students don't realise exist until maybe later in their degree. Um, they're really cool places just to kind of relax and take some time at your own pace. So the Ashmolean Museum uh, is a fantastic resource. You know, you can wander around that for hours and you can get into the special exhibitions for free with your university card as well. Um, the Botanic Garden as well, you can get into for free with your university card. Um, that's amazing in the summer and the spring months. But also, to be honest, just to wander around that in the, uh, in the autumn is pretty relaxing and kind of makes you feel at home as well. And they're all free with the university card. I've heard that there are lots of opportunities for students to get involved in volunteering at Oxford. Where should they go if they want to volunteer for anything? Yeah, volunteering is actually a really good way to kind of look after yourself. I certainly think in terms of your mental well-being, often volunteering is something that brings people a lot of satisfaction. Um, the Oxford Hub uh, is a fantastic resource for this, and they're based on Turl Street, and you'll find them at the Freshers' Fair as well. Um, they have all kinds of opportunities, ranging from quite kind of um, organised things that happen every every week to more informal stuff that you can drop in and out of. Also, Oxford SU is gathering a volunteering kind of um, directory, so you can find all the different cool things going on uh, from organisations outside the university in the city. Um, there's so much happening in Oxford. It's actually a much bigger city than a lot of people realise. So yeah, volunteering is a really cool thing to get involved in, and I'd highly recommend that when you're here. If new students want to get involved in sporting activities, where should they go? There are actually lots of different places you can get involved in sport at Oxford. So start to start off with, in your college, um, you'll often find you've got like a rowing club, uh, maybe also football and rugby, kind of the traditional sports. So if you go to your college freshers' fair, you're definitely going to find out lots more about those. Um, and yeah, they're always really keen to get new recruits in Michaelmas term. At the SU freshers' fair and exam schools, you're also going to find all of the university-wide sports clubs um, so that might be more kind of non-traditional stuff. So you might find things like handball or maybe like corfball as well, kind of unusual stuff. Um, and you can find out more about those either at the Freshers' Fair or at Ifley Road. And the Ifley Road Sports Centre is the sports centre of the whole university. So any student can access that. There's a swimming pool, there's a gym. Uh, you can find that by going down to Ifley Road and, uh, and getting involved there. 
also a lot of colleges have gyms or sports facilities on site or maybe on a like a recreation ground off site uh, that varies from college to college but definitely find out more about that a good place to start might be your jcr or your mcr and often they'll actually have a sports rep so they can give you all the information you need thanks so much for answering all my questions joe before i head off have you got any last useful tips or recommendations for new students yeah so basically do not worry if you have loads more questions we've not really answered in this podcast uh, there are loads of resources out there you can find out online. So if you're interested in uh, more information about um, immigration, visas, all that kind of stuff, get in touch with student information. Uh, also, the Oxford Students website is a really good resource. Um, and also on Twitter, they're at OxUniStudents. Also, if you've got more detailed queries or maybe things you're, you're worried about, um, the Oxford SU Student Advice Service is a really good place to go. And they can give you independent kind of impartial advice on your situation. And you can drop them an email. It's like advice at oxfordsu.ox.ac.uk or find them online. And yeah, like my overall tip, I guess, would just be take your time, enjoy yourself, uh, savor every moment of this. It's a really exciting time arriving in a new city, new university. Uh, you're going to have a great time here. So welcome. Thanks very much for listening to Orientation Oxford Social Essentials podcast. If you've got any other questions, uh, you can find all of it in the show notes and online. Uh, thanks a lot. 